Hey everybody, it is Trying Unicorn and Bar. We are here virtually because I'm getting over a cold and you know, you got to protect everybody around you these days. So we're meeting virtually and we are here to debrief on our very, very fun NYX uh, lounge visit, right? Yes, we had such a good time. Yeah. So I hope you stay with us. This is going to be a fun story time. And we're also going to have a clip that is just from my fan page. So there's things that I just can't say on YouTube, right, R? Of course. Especially the shenanigans that you get into. I'm just saying. Just uh, too much to, to share on YouTube. Okay, here we go. So the night uh, was a very big one for, for us. We were looking forward to it, you know, a week in advance. And she was sending me little clips of her in, in schoolgirl outfits and stuff because it was the schoolgirl theme outfit. And I remember even saying to her, oh, it's so nice to see you excited, you know. So anyways, we you know, we, we picked out our outfits and we put a vlog together. I hope that you guys check that out. Um, and we went on the little road trip and we, you know, went and filmed and the filming itself went wonderful. Um, they really cared about 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 how the experience went, and that we really appreciated that. You know, there was there was good uh, teamwork with everybody who worked there. I did have to blur a lot of people in the video because of all the mirrors, because there are so many mirrors in the place that you catch the reflection of a bartender or a DJ, and I was like, ah, you know. So, anyways, it was just one of those things. But after we saw filming, my lovely camera woman and I. I got changed. We got changed like flat out naked and back to the front in the car um, into our schoolgirl outfits. There's a little clip on the screen so that you can see exactly what we both look like. Um, right. Are you were, you looked very, very um, naughty, sweet and a few other things all wrapped up in one. I like the dressing up, you know, it's sort of, you know, you don't have to think too hard about it. You're in a theme. It's like Halloween, but not on Halloween. Yeah. And it gives us permission to, you know, fulfill those like certain energy fantasies or whatever of, of you know, role play or whatever, too. So it just I like someone it. for the night, you know, it was fun. So, yeah. So basically our night started, um, you know, the lovely gentleman who invited us to do the tour brought us our first round of drinks. That was very lovely. And then we got our night started. And I don't really know. It's been a few days now, but I just remember I suddenly started dancing and I just like left you with your socialing socially <laughs> socializing um you know because you you knew a lot of people there a lot of people wanted to, to talk to you or whatever and i just remember just going off and dancing and i don't dance at oasis so that was kind of shocking. uh what was the first thing you noticed uh well i remember getting some good introductions to people i met a lot of really nice people that was a lot of fun and uh i hope to see those people again they were very very nice um, talking, flirting, started dancing as well. They were spinning some really good tunes. Like it was stuff that I like. So, you know, you couldn't help but bop along to it. And I'm not a big dancer. I have to say, I certainly don't, you know, covet that at Oasis. I pool bop at Oasis. But like, yeah. You know, I was, I was out there. I was shaking my booty. So, and having a good time and not caring. Like I just yeah. living it up. So uh, it was dirty dancing with somebody, a girl. Oh, so that's how you like started engaging with them is like dancing with them, right? That's new for us. Yeah, yeah you know, you're you're all bopping to the same too. You know how it is on the dance floor. And so, yeah, little things can happen like that. It was uh, it was fun. It was flirty, you know? Yeah, it was good. And I just remember falling in love with that stripper pole and I would go up a few of them. I went up on the smaller stage ones and then the main stage. And I don't know how to dance on a stripper pole the way other people dance. I don't, I'm going to disappoint people if they think there's talent underneath. It's really just fun. And like, 
I love to like be a bit of an exhibitionist sometimes, especially if like a really good song comes on. And no one at Oasis has ever seen that side of me. No one at Oasis has seen me dance. And I dance. I used to club in my 20s. I used to dance on top of bars because I have that exhibitionist let me fucking tease you with my, you know, body kind of fun. And so I love being up there. I love being on the stripper pole. I loved almost ignoring the crowd, but also feeling the crowd. And at one point I even like closed my eyes because it didn't matter who was watching me at all. It didn't even matter what I looked like in the mirror. Cause I, at that point I had frizzier hair cause it was humid. And I, I had a little bit of a rosy cheek because I was drinking alcohol. Um, and my face gets a little red. And I remember thinking, ah, like I'm not as hot as I think, but you know what? I just closed my eyes and I had the best fucking time. And I think that this is the point I wanted to make about my whole visit are it was I fulfilled a fantasy that wasn't sexual, but I fulfilled a very real fantasy, which was to dance on a stripper pole in front of a people um, and have fun doing it. And I, you know, because I'm not a stripper, I, I've never had that experience. So it's funny when you start to let your mind expand on fantasies that maybe just aren't related to sex. What about you? Uh, well, it's funny because while you were doing your, you know, goddess on a stripper pole routine there, uh, and I was talking with the people like in between songs, I'd come back and I'd go talk anyway. At one point, you know, there was a, a gentleman who was staring at you like we're nice and hard and said to hard? me, Is that what you said? Nice and hard. Like, staring hard. That's what oh. I mean. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Should have been more clear. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the point is, is that he was like, you know, staring hard at you and so uh and then he sort of whispers to me he says I think I I might know her yeah. I said yes that's possible so I had a feeling there was a little recognition there. yeah well it's interesting I did meet some fans there I was surprised by because I was really out of my neighborhood you know I was in Oakville instead of Toronto and and people were like I say oh you on TikTok or whatever so it was pretty cool um I did want to share that you know the night wasn't flawless. I did have some interesting kind of a, a shift in experience where people were a bit more touchy. So it wasn't necessarily because people were by, trying to violate consent everywhere. It was because it was like a crowd that wanted to touch your shoulder when they said hello to you. And it, I had to almost be disarming to realize that people meant no harm or anything, but normally at Oasis, no, you cannot touch my shoulder. No one can touch unless they ask. And I get, and, and I say, yes, and so for me, it was a, it was a bit of an enough of a shock to also just accept the warm embraces kind of of people within reason. Right. But then I did have an experience with a gentleman who did come up and lean in and kiss me on my forehead and lean back. And I'm not going to lie. I did, you know, I addressed the situation and I looked at him straight in the eye without blinking basically and, or a smile. And I said, when, who gave you permission to do that? Um, he was very confused. He even like knocked on the girl beside him to say, I have, I have a right to do that. Right. And I, I said, I, I, I was a little confused. And I said, why are you asking someone else? If you have, if you have consent to touch me, having said that the situation stopped there, I never felt, you know, overly violated, whatever. But what I really appreciated is that at the end of the night, the gentleman came back up to me and we had a very real genuine conversation. And, um, he said, you know, I, I know I felt a rapport and I thought it was okay. And I was able to kind of calmly without judgment, even say to him, you know, a friendly, a friendly smile is not the same as consent. And, and so he actually thanked me for, for learning a little bit from me that night. And, and I think that we were able to almost like metaphorically and physically like shake hands and say no hard feelings. And I think that that's good because, you know, the night didn't have to be ruined for either one of us, but 
in a way he's going to be better prepared for the rest of his experiences. And, uh, and I also didn't have to shy away from, you know, enforcing my boundaries. So, so that was the most important parts of my night overall. One of my, one of my top nights at a club, holy smokes. I can't wait to go back. Um, are you got lucky? So why don't you share that part of the night? Well, um, you know, first of all, um, I want to say that some of the socialization does happen outside in front of the club, right? You came with me and there was a smoking area there and it sort of gets you a little bit away from the music, from the activity, from, you know, so that you can talk to people calmly and, you know, regroup. And so that was a fun place to learn information and, uh, you know, and, and to meet people as well. So Anyway, on the way back in, at some point, um, a gentleman that I had immediately found attractive uh, came to me and basically, you know, wanted to get busy with me. Really wanted to get busy with you. Really wanted to get busy with me. So Express what did you expressed? Yeah. yeah. Expressed interest. And so given that he was a couple, and this is something I found interesting. I'm just going to segue for one second. When, when you come in, you get a wristband that will be either a pink for a single woman like we had, it could be white for couples to indicate that you're part of a couple or blue I think was for single male, I think. In any case though, when you see, you know, maybe a gentleman you've been eyeballing has a white bracelet, it means he's part of a couple. And so I learned very quickly that, you know, the proper etiquette is to go and ask the wife if you can, you know, borrow him. And that's not necessarily proper etiquette everywhere, but for this couple, it was. And you did, you had no problem going up and, and what, how, what was her reaction? Well, I, I marched right up and I, what? you know, whispered gently. Well, like I was just, you know, I owned it. I walked up and I, you know, I had met her previously. I will say that. So, uh, you know, put my arm around her, whispered in her ear and said that, you know, pretty much her husband looked delicious and wondered if I could borrow him respectfully. And, and she said, yes. So. Off I went. And that was, uh, that was fun. I, I sort of thoroughly enjoyed that. Uh, the experience of being able to play in the playroom and experience that part of the club as well. So what did you think culturally of the NYX lounge versus like some of the other clubs you've been to? Like Oasis? Um, honestly, I really liked it. I found that it was a very social vibe, that people were super friendly, yeah. that I felt immediately very comfortable there. Um, it was inviting. The, the sitting areas, the drinks were good. The, the, you know, the company was good. Like the people I was with. So that makes a lot of it. Um, yeah. yeah, I would, I enjoyed that thoroughly. I like that people were very approachable, especially in the smoking area front. You could just sit there and be part of a conversation. You didn't feel like an outsider, you know, even if you were there alone. And at many times, I'm not going to lie. I was waiting for my friend to finish while I, you know, was, you know, Let's just say she was occupied on, on top of someone's head. But anyways, um, yeah, so I was outside cutting content essentially because I was like, hey, man, I'm so excited. And people were out there. They were chatting me up. And honestly, I just felt like, you know, if you didn't go there, there were, if you didn't go there with friends, you made friends while you were there. And I found that not all clubs maybe maybe give off that vibe. But I found that that one did. Yeah. But I love the dance floor. The dance floor for me. And I, when I say dance floor for me, it means stripper fall. Like, I like dancing when I'm a little drunk and I'm feeling sexy. And like, if there's a guy I like and I can like sexy dance in front of him, that is brand new territory to mix with a sex club environment for me. Um, especially when you add a couple cocktails, cause there's a different expression 
that can come out in this lifestyle that is not a spa. And so for me, I'm really getting a bit mind fucked thinking of all the opportunities of what if I went there and, and picked a song list and had a very friendly DJ, especially one at X club that likes to take requests from me um, and give me the songs I want. And I could go there and fulfill a lifelong fantasy in the outfit of my dreams. And that would be better than any orgasm I, a man or a full woman could give me. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So I just wanted to touch back on a point that, uh, that you had made um, regarding the touchy feeliness of the place. I immediately noticed that as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm not particularly sensitive to it. I'm on the dance floor and I start dirty dancing with a lady and off we go. And next thing I know, you know, it was her face rubbing in my chest and I'm like, Ooh, okay, great. Excellent. You know, the, we didn't that, yeah. I, I'm okay with that. I have no, I have no issues, but it was different culturally speaking than it would have been at Oasis. And I think one of the main differences is when you're dancing with people, you're going to have contact. It's a contact sport dancing naked in a pool without consent and without asking is not, you know, meant to, to be had. So, you know, when you're naked in a pool, you need that little personal buffer around you. When you're just dressed up at a dance club, you don't need that as much, you know, obviously, you don't want to be groped or anything, but it's a sex club. Otherwise, like go to vanilla dance club. Yeah. I just, I just I don't know. There's something really erotic for me. That I haven't really expressed a lot at Oasis, even though they do have a, a stripper pole there in a small area that like that's similar to this, these other lounges. It just says, I don't know. I've never kind of done it there, but my goodness, there was something different about being able to dress myself in a very, very short mini skirt garter and stockings and bend over and shake that ass in front of a crowd of people that I just don't do. I'm, I, I am not shown my exhibitionist side out of ways because I'm not so much an exhibitionist of sex. I'm a, I'm an exhibitionist of personality. And so for me, give me a stripper pool and I'll show you like what I do when no one's looking at home and I'm Beyonce comes out, you know? And we all have our own fantasies. For me, it was the dancing and flirting with my body that I'm not used to doing. That's right. Cool. So I'm very glad I discovered this place. I absolutely intend to go back probably more than once um, because it, it offers me something that Oasis doesn't. Yeah. And it's, it's nice to find both elements, whereas I can go in jeans and a t-shirt and not care to Oasis because I'm getting naked. Yeah. I have to put thought and makeup and, you know, precision and planning into going to NYX because Speak it's for yourself. I've never gone to Oasis without makeup on. Some women aren't blessed with as much natural beauty. So speak for yourself there. But, <laughs> no, because I figured my face is getting wet. It looks, you know, I don't want my makeup. But our outfit choices are which bikini bottoms am I bringing? That's it. That's all I usually think about. And so now to go to a club where you dance, I was like, oh, well, what about this outfit or this outfit or this skirt? Or this, like, you have to worry about shoes. Yeah. Yes, you got to wear good, good footwear. And I, I did recommend flats in the vlog because, you know, my feet did kill at, at, after a certain part of the night. And that can really, you know, zap your fun and enjoyment of the night if you don't solve that. So I was uh, I'm glad that in my 30s, I've learned some lessons from my 20s. And and I don't uh, I don't wobble home for no man, no woman, no, no night. So I changed <laughs> my shoes and I had a wonderful time. Um, I think what, what I really liked for me was the fusion of the non-judgmental accepting lifestyle culture mixed with a nightclub. 
because for me, you can shake your booty like no one's business, whether you think your societally standards of beauties or whatever, like match. Like I, I think in these kind of environments, it's just people having wonderful experiences. It's not so much about the judgment in my opinion. What about you? What do you think about that? One of the things about NYX that I noticed is that the crowd there is, I don't know. I want to say it's less a hundred percent getting in the back room focused. You know, people were having a good time out in the front. They were socializing, they were dancing. Um, I noticed that people didn't even get to the back rooms and yeah. they left happy doing that. I don't know where, if they had a hotel room and they ended up back there or whatever, but I can't speak to that. Uh, but I can certainly say that even if I didn't end up in the back room, I still would have had an excellent time, you know, just being at the, the nightclub environment. So. That's a very good, good, good takeaway. Cause I think I would agree. Cause I also didn't have sex there, but I had like, I, I just don't have sex a lot lately, but I I'm telling you, I had a wonderful fucking time, like a great time. So. Yeah. Me too. Looking yeah. forward to going back. Well, we got to make our plans to go back to both uh, those nightclubs soon because we've got uh, we've got song lists to make and, and outfits to pick. So we have a few more details that are just simply way too hot for YouTube. Unfortunately, that's just the way it goes always because, you know, at least she gets laid. Um, so you're going to have to come to our OnlyFans if you want to see Argo unblurred entirely, um, as well as see these extra details. So thank you for listening. I hope you check out the After Dark version.